Hi everyone, it is Marilyn Aloria and welcome to Who Can It Be Now? I wanted to talk to you about a really special offer right now for this incredible class that I'm doing called 10Xing Your Life. This class is really going to help you to release things that you no longer need and really stand in the shoes of your future self as you become accountable to yourself and make a plan for where you want to go. It's not about setting goals and not seeing those goals come to fruition. It's more about setting those goals and setting them into action and then surrendering to the, and being in the journey of your life, making really strong choices to where you want to go. It's going to give you the opportunity to say no to things that you no longer want to do and yes to the things that you're excited to do. It's a class filled with inspiration, innovation, creativity, and a lot of fun. So if you're interested in joining me, I do have a coupon for you. You can go to marilynaloria.com forward slash new class. That's marilynaloria.com forward slash new class. And you can put in coupon code 150OFF. That's 150OFF, 150OFF. And you're going to get $150 off. I do hope that you join me in this incredible class, 10Xing Your Life, so we can 10X our lives together. I'll see you in the class and in the podcast. Hi everyone, it is Marilyn Loria and welcome to Who Can It Be Now? This is going to be an interesting episode because I'm going to kind of just bring it forward as it strikes me and hits me and all those types of things. I want to talk about a new year, new you. It does not matter when you listen to this. I'm going to give you some techniques and tools on how to really take inventory of your life and change it and shift it and create new habits, pattern, new habits patterns, and beliefs in order to move forward into a more powerful um, experience of yourself. I'm also going to share some stories about my own personal journey this past year. I'm recording this on December 21st, 2022. Yes, I know it's the solstice for those of you who follow it. Um, I think the solstice is beautiful, but I don't make a big deal about it. I don't make a big deal about a lot of things because I don't like living in a structure. So I'll explain that in a second too. And, uh, it's just going to be a fun episode. I'm also going to talk about how you to be aware of certain spiritual teachers because there is some hoopla going on in the coaching industry. And I'm not going to name names because I just found out about it. I didn't even see it. I don't really care about stuff like that, but I'm going to kind of give you some, um, some ways to know who to hire and who not to hire and how not to be tricked by sales technique techniques. But of course I am going to talk about my incredible class that I am going to sell you. <laughs> But that'll be tapped into this as well. And uh, but here's the thing: you're an adult. You get to choose what you want to do and what you don't want to do. I don't do coherence, 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 coherence. You know the word I'm looking for. I can't say it. Doesn't matter. So let's start with um, New Year, New You, and how important that is. I'll talk about the box for a second. So people will be like, "You don't follow the solstice? <gasps> you don't follow astrology?" <gasps> Like they get really upset with me and then they try to convince me and they feel like if they can convince me, it makes them feel better or something. It's really interesting to me. It's not that I don't think those things are absolutely magical and amazing. They are great for a lot of people out there. I don't like anything that puts parameters in my life. You have to do this. You have to do that. This is going to happen. Um, and you know, now's the time to get real magical with the world because there's this solstice and I think solstice has a lot of magic to it. It's very beautiful in the ancient traditions and all, but I don't live that way. I live in accordance to 
my life today and how I feel. And, oh, there's the sun. Oh, there's the moon. How do I feel about it? So I kind of just do my own thing with the planets and what's happening. And that might freak some of you out, but I don't give my power away to anything, but I just don't give my power away, period, end of story. And that's what it always felt like to me. Um, it's the same with um, tests that label you. Um, oh, I guess we're really going to get into it. I didn't, this is like the fifth time I tried to record this and I guess they were just like kind of starting me up. And now I realize we're going to talk about a lot of things, um, about like those tests, those labeling tests, the anagrams and the, what's the other one, the human design, like people live, they, they freaking live by it. And I don't, I don't, when people ask me, what's your human design or what's your rising star or what anagram? I'm like, I have no fucking clue. And I don't care. Now, I do think that some of those tests are great because they help you to understand certain personality traits, or I know some people that really got their astrology chart done and they loved it because it really helped explain things in their life and it helped map stuff out for them. It gave them some techniques and tools. I'm all for that. But if you live and die by the label of what you've gotten from a quiz, I'm a bit concerned and you probably shouldn't be following me because I'm going to break I'm going to break that shit down. Like I'm not into that at all. I had one guy and I believe I shared this on a podcast before he was like interested in my product and he was following me. And then I was like, well, do you want to join this other thing? And he's like, no, no, I can. I'm a number of 28, which is not a number, right? Um, one of those tests. And I tend to just buy things. And I'm like, oh, dude, you're in control of your own frigging decisions in your life. Like I'm, first of all, I'm not pressuring you. Second of all, don't use a test label as your excuse. Instead, be honest with yourself and say, hey, you know what? I'm going to step back. I tend to buy things too quickly and I'm going to watch this instead of saying I'm a number blah, 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 blah on an anagram and I can't, I just da, 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 da. And I'm like, oh my freaking God, excuse me, God. But how can you grow from that place? If you're constantly labeled in a small little box of what these quizzes do, how can you grow from it? Now, Many, I'm sure many of you are going to send, some of you are going to send me um, emails very upset and uh, I'm not going to apologize because you get to have your opinion and I get to have mine. But let me talk a little bit about this, okay? Uh, and this is going to go into a new year, new you. I was talking to Monique, who's in my Next Level Living program, and I was actually talking to my guides. A new guide stepped in recently. And um, I'm going to be bringing more about his teachings out into my communities uh, in 2023 because he's not from this planet. <laughs> I call him a he because I relate to the masculine energy of it, the doing energy. Um, so guides don't have to be male or female, but it's the way we identify them. It's the way we understand them. It's the way because they're trying to communicate deeply with us. And so, wow, there's a lot I'm going to talk about. Okay, guys, buckle up get ready. So, um, so he's a, he's in my opinion, a male guide, uh, just because I understand what it means. It just, it, it incites certain things in front of me. Yes. It's a label. Look at that, a label. Woohoo. And, um, he was sharing about belief systems and we were talking about specific belief systems, like these tests, we could say, right. We weren't talking about tests, but I'm saying that to you and how they aren't belief systems that I ascribe to. And, but then if I'm trying to convince you of another belief system, that's just another belief system. So everything is belief systems and you have to decide what's the belief system you're living by. That's going to create a new you. So when I was talking to a family member about certain types of medical treatments and I was shut down right away, um, 
because they didn't believe in it. And it was like vitamin, you know, shots or vitamin drips, something simple. And, um, I was like, okay, I'm just letting you know that it was really helpful for me. And it really helped with my immune system and how I felt. And, um, and then I realized, well, here I am trying to convince this person of my belief system. And it's not up to me to convince them of my belief system because isn't my belief system then a box. So there's all these belief systems that are boxes. So how do we unravel all of it and just step into um, no belief systems? And Monique had said that her guides had said to her that the only, the only belief system, I'm going to butcher this, so forgive me. Um, the only belief system that matters is love, just coming from love. She said it in a more profound way, and she's right. So uh, the only thing you need to believe in is love. So you get to decide what works for you. You get to decide what's good for you. And that's what I'm going to leave you with. But let's go into something else now, which is pretty important. And we're going to talk about, I'm also going to give you a technique and tool on how to take inventory of your life and how to shift and change things. So one of the things that I've been um, studying this past year has been sales systems. For those of you watching me on video, I'm taking off my sweater right now. So sales systems. I'm very fascinated by um, people, how they sell their product. I'm very interested in marketing. I'm very interested in advertising, uh, uh, messaging around advertising. I'm very interested in tactics that people use. And it's only because I like to study it. It's very interesting to me. And it might not be interesting to you, but if you're running a business, even if you're not running a business, say you're a writer or you know, you're know you authoring a book, sales systems are something that anybody who's selling anything has to be um, aware of, they have to know, because a lot of times with authors, you they, the publishers usually want to know what your following is and you're selling to your audience on the, you know, on your following. And there's a way to do sales that I think is not out of integrity, that really is um, is really honest. And it may be a longer sales track to get people to convert. I don't know. I'm still working with it. But uh, it's not using trickery. It's not using um, promises that aren't true. And it's more an integrity than I think than what's usually out there. So I have noticed recently some hard pitches from people, not bitches, although I'd like to call them that, pitches, P-I-T-C-H-E-S, pitches that have been coming my way because everybody at the end of the year is selling, except for me. I need to get out there and sell. So we're going to talk about my new class, marilynaloria.com forward slash new class. And you can put in the coupon 150 off and get 150 off. It's going to be a incredible class about 10 xing your life and redefining yourself and stepping into the power of who you are. There's my sales pitch. Anyway, I'll talk more about a technique and tool that came out of that. And so, so I can explain what the, um, what you'll learn from that class and give you some techniques and tools to walk away with today. But anyway, so I was, I was being hard pitched by a lot of people and I was like, I don't like this. There's something about it where you have a conversation with people and everything is, is just pitch, 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 pitch. So there's no authenticity in the conversation. So I had a conversation with one person. I have to be really careful about how I reveal this. Not that they think they would listen to my podcast, but if they did, I wouldn't want them to know that I was talking about them just yet. And uh, we were developing a relationship and the person was like, 
wow, I'm, thank you so much. I'm so, thank you for sharing this with me. I love you. And I'm like, I barely know you. How do you, why do you love me already? And, um, and I was like, okay, you know, we're creating a relationship. We're developing a relationship. This is kind of cool. The, I, I, the person seemed really interesting to me. And so I was sharing a bit more and I was like, you know, I can help you with X, Y, and Z. I wasn't selling anything. I was developing a friendship. I can help you with X, Y, and Z. I'm really good at laser. I can laser into someone and get away rid of the fluff. I think I've shared some of this before and really help you to see your truth. I'm very good at it. I'm very good at looking at people's um, product or what they want to sell and, um, and up-leveling it because I can tell the person's gifts that they're not engaging and what they need to engage. I'm also really good. My, these are really my guides. They're really good at coming forward and sharing with you what you're not doing and what you need to engage and what your magic is. Now, is this a sales pitch me telling you this? Of course, you're hearing about what I do. So, but I'm not telling you come buy my stuff. I'm telling you, if you're interested in me, reach out to me and let me know. Info at MarilynAlori.com. I didn't know I was going to do all of this, but I think it's good to do it right now because there's some shit going down in the coaching industry that I want to make you aware of as a medium. I want to make you aware of it. So, um, so we were having this back and forth conversation and the person had a product and I was like, you know, I'm interested in hearing a little bit more about that product. And, um, then it, it like, then the pitch even got bigger. And I thought this person was a pretty much a pitch, 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 no matter what kind of relationship you have with them. And, um, they shared a little bit more about their product. And I was like, mm, yeah, no, not for me because I'm being very choosy about what I invest in. Cause I learned some hard ass lessons in 2022 by investing in two people that could not put their money where their mouth is. And I'm friggin' done with it. And I'm going to tell you how to get around that. If you guys are looking to purchase things. And for those of you who are just tire kickers and doing the free stuff, stop it already. Invest in yourself. It's good to invest in your education. So I sent, uh, so, the, so they were asking more about me, like what I was wanting to do and my vision and a little bit more. And I was very vulnerable and shared my, what was going on and what went on this past year, which was a friggin' gnarly year in business. It was really difficult with the team and, um, you know, people firing people, people quitting. It was really an interesting year not being able to sell for like six months because I didn't know what I was going to sell and I didn't want to sell what I had. And I was like, what the heck am I doing? So. I shared all of that, very vulnerable. And at the end of it, I said, um, as much as your product sounds interesting. Now, my, mind you, we're friends. We're, fr we're getting friendly. As much as your product is interesting to me, I don't think now's the time because of X, Y, and Z. Never heard back. She, the person listened because I can see when it's listened to. And I was like, wow, that's really bad form. You're on top of me, communicating with me, talking with me. And then once the sale, I say, no, you disappear. Now I want to be honest. Sometimes I've done that. I've been in the middle of a launch and I've been communicating with somebody to buy my product via messenger. And then they say they can't buy it. And then I do move on to something else. And then I go back to the message maybe two weeks later. I'm like, oh my goodness, I didn't answer this. I'm so sorry. I always answer. I usually always answer. If I didn't answer, then I, it got lost. Or sometimes I don't see the message. That happens too. But sometimes that does happen when you're in a launch and you're like dealing with maybe 30, 40 potential buyers and you have to kind of do that. That's not what was happening here. So 
I was just like, oh, okay, well, you're just showing your true colors. Thank you very much. I was pissed, to be honest with you, in the beginning. And then I was like, I don't care. And I've just been noticing different tactics that people are taking with their sales. And I've noticed another person who just goes into other groups and poaches people. I can't stand poachers. I friggin' hate it. If I'm in your Facebook group, there's a couple of Facebook groups I'm in recently where you can pitch your stuff. I haven't pitched my stuff because one, I'm getting to know the group. I'm waiting to see. Two, I'd like to add value to the people first. Three, I see people posting their pitch and nobody's responding because nobody has a relationship with you. So I don't post what I have to offer because I haven't yet gone into the group and offered value to people. I'd rather offer value first, let people get to know me, and then I'll share what I can sell if because there's permission in the group to do it. I don't go into groups and private message people. Somebody did that. They're going to know because they're going to listen to my podcast. Somebody did that in my group, and we had to pull the plug on that person. Um, it's not okay. It's not okay. And if you think it's okay, check, get, get checked in your integrity. I don't go into other people's groups, hard sell them something. If I talk about my expertise and the person's interested, that's different. If somebody's like, wow, I really want to hear more about what you sell. And I'm in somebody else's mastermind. That's okay. I think that's totally fine. I've been in masterminds where people are sharing their expertise because that's what a mastermind does. And I'm like, oh, I want to hear more about what you do because I want to hire you. That happens all the time. That's okay. But I don't go and DM people that aren't even asking me to direct message them. So I've noticed these things. So then carrying on, I'm still like watching people and it's all going to be about integrity is what I want to get to you because I want to share something that I think is super important. I want you guys to watch out for certain people toting that they're spiritual people or that they're psychics or they're mediums or they're channelers. All right. And I want to talk a little bit about this. So there was somebody else I was kind of following lately and I know this person and I actually reached out to them um, when I was closing my program because I was just curious as to how they did it when they closed theirs. And this person didn't give a lot of information, but they helped a bit. And I was like, okay, you know, kind of knew this when I saw them before in groups. Um, I'm always fascinated by the person who's too afraid to help. That's a scarcity mentality, a lack mentality to me. I'll, I'll give you stuff. I'm not going to, people hit me up for free readings. You can go fuck yourself. I'm just going to tell you right now. I don't even know you. My best friends don't ask me for free shit. Who are you that I don't even know that you're asking me for a free reading? But I'm talking about if I'm in a group like a conference and I'm having a conversation with a bunch of peers and there's something I can help with, I'm going to help in that moment. So um, I'm just I'm just watching human behavior. That's what I'm watching. And you may not agree with me. And so um, I, I jumped on a person, this person's masterclass because I was curious as to what they were selling. Like I told you, I'm watching sales systems. I'm watching how people sell because I don't have it dialed in. And I'm like, mm, I want to learn. And um, then they started communicating with me via email and saying, hey, I heard you on this call masterclass. Do you want to jump on a call? because we want to coach you. And I'm like, you don't want to coach me. That's a sales call. Just fucking call it what it is. I'm going to curse a lot in this one. Like when we, when I sell, I tell people, you're going to jump on a call to get clear. If you want to purchase this product, we're not going to push sales on you because I don't want anybody in my product who doesn't want to be there. But it is a, it is a person who's a coach, but also knows how to sell. So when you jump on the call, we're going to help you get clear, but it's all to your benefit. 
That is how I operate. If I found out that somebody who works with me was just cold, was just pitching you, pitching you, pitching you, and wasn't taking into consideration that maybe it wasn't the right time for you, I would fire that person. I do not allow that crap. So this person was contacting me and like, do you want to jump on a call? And I was like, well, you know, I'm interested because you keep saying it's for this type of client, but I'm already making that much money. I'm sure it's scalable, is it? And they said, yes, it is scalable. We can talk to you tomorrow. And I said, well, before I do that, I want to know more about your product. I'm not somebody who needs to, I'm not a, show me the price. What the fuck people stop hiding the price. Like that's a tactic. Let's get on the call. Let's sell you what we can do. And then we'll tell you the price because you'll be sold in. And I understand if the product is like a 30 to 50 gay product, maybe you have to do it that way. I don't know. You know, maybe you do. Because this is the fear that you would go upon the sales page and you would see a 30 to 50 K product and you just wouldn't, you'd be like, oh, that's too much money for me. Well, if the person's thinking that, then they're not, why do we need to convince them? If you're looking, if for me, if I'm following a coach and I'm liking what they're saying, and then I go to the product page and I see the price, but I'm still interested in them. I'm going to jump on a frigging call at this point. So I wrote back and I said, um, can you tell me more about your product? I can't find it anywhere. What is the price point? What are the deliverables? I said, and I was honest. I said, I'm not going to purchase the first quarter, but I am interested in your product. And I'm not the type of person that needs to jump on a call with you to be sold. I'm going to make a decision and then jump on a call with you so we can get to know each other for a few, you know, just so I could ask a couple of questions. I don't need a sales call. I've been following you already. I'm watching what you're doing. I think it's really good. Crickets, no response, crickets. And I'm like, don't do that. Because even if you don't want to give me that information via email, respond. I just said to you, I'm not going to purchase the first quarter, but I may purchase the second quarter. All you have, and trust me, they. I got another email about seven slots and something else. And I'm like, huh? Now I know a lot of that's automated. I understand automation. But you were responding really quick when you wanted to get me on a sales call. Not good. Not good in my opinion. So now you're out. So I want you, number one, for those of you who are like, I've had a lot of spiritual people in my communities and they don't understand that no matter what everybody is selling, get over it. And people would get insulted. You have the power to make the decision. And if you're finding you're in front of a coach, and you're feeling like they're pushing you into something, then they're probably not the right coach for you. But don't get insulted. That's what they're doing. That's what they do. There's a freebie offer. The freebie offer is going to make you an offer. And then you don't take it. There's probably going to be more uh, information that's going to educate you. And then there's going to be another offer. That's what this stuff does. So I want to help you to make the better decisions, which I'm going to give you some questions to ask. And then we're going to walk into empowerment. And this is part of it, but I wanted to share a little bit of my own personal stories. So going back to the other salesperson who I knew that I was communicating with, and once I said I wasn't interested, just went off the radar. And this is somebody I'm like having a, a relationship with, you know, not a personal romantic relationship with. That was another person who said to me, what is your blah, 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 blah label? And I was like, oh, I got to go. I got to go. I got to go. Don't ask me what label I am. Don't. You know, 
just authentically, organically get to know me and let me know and figure out with me if this product is right for me. And we're not talking product that is $47 because a product that's $47, nobody's going to take that kind of time with you. We're talking about products that are 3K a month or uh, 5K for the year or 10K for the year. I think it's more like 7K and above for a year. You kind of have to get into a little bit of those conversations. Okay. That's my spiel about sales things. So the way that I sell is I invite you into something. Now it's usually paid. Some of it is free. We definitely have my newsletters free. My podcast is free. And that's the purpose of you getting to know me. But I don't do free Facebook groups. You usually have to buy a product <coughs> to get into the Facebook group. Great. I don't have my water. <coughs> okay. I may have to stop, but wait, we'll see how it happens <laughs> anyway. Um, and then I usually teach you something of value. And then I make an offer to, if you want to continue on with me, I personally, that's what I want. So that's how I handle it with my students with people that are checking me out. And then we will communicate usually maybe via messenger or email or um, uh, on the videos itself. I might send a video and I ask you questions. I get to know you. And if the product feels right, great, you join. And if the product doesn't, then you don't join. It's fine. The one thing I ask my people is stop sitting on the fence, decide yes or no. Now, we do have people that will jump on a call with someone. Sometimes people really just need to have a conversation. But I'm very clear with people right off the bat, if you're going to jump on a call, be ready to buy the program. It's not a, just a looky-loo. You're really seriously thinking about the program, but you have some questions about it. Okay, let's jump on a call. Let's talk about it. Let's make sure that this is the right program for you in the right time. That's how I do it. So there's been some hoopla, and I didn't know about it until this morning out there in the industry with a certain uh, coach who's um, more of the spiritual type of nature, but um, business too. I'm not going to give away too many details because I'm not throwing anybody under a bus. I don't believe in it. But what I noticed is, so I noticed, I didn't know anything about it. So I was like, where is this stuff? And, and somebody was pointing me in the direction and I was starting to read some of the posts of people throwing this person under the bus. And that's okay. That's their opinion. They, they, they want to speak out about it. What was interesting to me on the post was when somebody said, um, I wish people in the spiritual community would stop toting themselves as coaches because it's confusing. They're using all this terminology and they're not really, um, I'm butchering what they said, but they're not really coaches, you know, and I don't agree with that. I do agree that spiritual people are coaches too. I believe the whole coaching industry has got a bad rap. Um, and I do believe that I'm going to tell you what I believe, but that uh, there's a lot of spiritual people out there that are so new to this business and they are using terminology that is very uh, manipulating, in my opinion. And I don't like it. That's what I don't like. I don't care if a spiritual person calls them a themselves a coach or not. What I do care is the manipulation that I see out there. So I'm tired of seeing the people who are using spiritual terms. I've been doing this work for over 15 years. So I consider myself an expert in this field. End of story. Sorry, I am. I've been doing it for a long time. And when I see people out there that have only maybe have six months under their belt, they're, they're spiritual newbies, but they are acting as if they have years. They don't even have life experience. 
and they're they're selling themselves in a way that I think is out of integrity. Yeah, I have a problem with it. Do I call it out? I don't really give a shit because you should know who you should hire. So if they're going to sell and a million people are going to buy from them, I don't really care. I'm here to give you advice on how to pick the right teacher or coach for you right now. So I do see a lot of that. I see a lot of newbies. I see a lot of people using language that they, that's the, the in language of today. Um, I do worry about some people using, I mean, we've seen psychics do this for years, right? They manipulate you into thinking they have a superpower. You see channelers that'll do that too. I, you know, they'll act as if they know they have the magic pill and you don't have it and you have to listen to them. And that's the only way you're going to get the magic. It's so not true. You all have magic. So when I saw like what was going down with this whole thing, I was like, well, and I was having a conversation with somebody about it. I was like, well, that's really up to the people to figure this out. Like I know who this person is. And I bought a couple of low end products just to check the person out because I'm fascinated by how they're doing. And I'm no, I'm smart enough to know, no, that person isn't for me, but I'm, I'm fascinated by how they tell story and how they sell through story and everything. And so you have to go into anything that you purchase as a friggin' brilliant person. You have to be smart. You have to ask questions. What is the person's track record? How long have they been doing this? What is their experience? Um, what kind of programs do they have? Do they disempower you and make you think that you have to be with them in order to feel empowered? Do they want to be on a platform? Do they want to be a guru? What are they telling you? You're smart enough to figure this out. Now, all of us have fallen for things. I fell for things last year. Do I blame the person? One person did not sell it properly. They made promises that they didn't deliver on. I don't care about results. I've said this before. You can't promise me results because it's up to me to do the work to get the results. So if somebody says you're going to have an ROI, that's a return on investment of 100K a month, and they tell me the deliverables they're going to give me to have that, as long as the deliverables are there, I'm not going to blame them if I don't get the 100K for the month because two, it takes two to tango. But if the deliverables that are promised are not delivered, I have a problem. That's where I have a problem. So that's my thing. You have to sit back and watch people. You don't need to watch them for a year. You can pretty much figure it out in a week or two. Join one of the lower priced programs. Get a feel for them. Do you like them? Do you like how they're showing up? Decide on it. Don't believe the hype. Don't believe like this one person that's that this is happening to. I'm in the free community I've never once said a word because I don't really like what goes on in the community. It feels like a lot of bull to me. It's a lot of people showing up in lingerie and champagnes and private jets. I can't, I don't care about that kind of stuff. I was just on a thing today, a masterclass of a coach that I'm somewhat interested in. I've been following her a bit and I like the way she shows up. And she was talking about high end language, right? And how to talk to the high end client, the client who likes the private jet. And I was like, but I can't, like, if I'm on a private jet because my dogs need to travel with me and somebody and I have a private jet, look, trust me, if I'm going to England and I don't, I'm never going to put my dogs under a plane and, and I have a private jet to go to England with my dogs, I'm going to freaking do it. Am I going to take pictures and video of me on the private jet? It's not my personality. You're just not going to see me doing that. I can barely wear something of color. 
you know, but it, am I, do I think it's wrong? No, that might be of interest to you. Caviar, champagne, and, and really high class looks might be of interest to me. It's not of interest to me. So I said to this woman, I was like, I'm not going to use that in my promotions. It's, it's not who I am. I'm down to earth. I'm going to be feet in the grass. But she made a really good comment. She said, yeah, but you're still talking to the mentality. And I agree with that. You're still talking to the person who wants to recognize that if they want the private jet, they can have it. It's not a, a scarcity lack mindset. I don't have to go around. First of all, you're never going to fucking see me in lingerie, number one. Like, there is no way. I barely will show cleavage on a video. Can you do that? Sure, go ahead and do it. I'm not attracted to the person who's selling to me in lingerie. It's just not attractive to me. I'm not attracted to that. I want to know the meat of the person. Know what you like. Know who you respond to. And then start studying with that particular person. But the people who say, like the two coaches I hired this year that were both uh, like, it was just what a lesson. I, I, my intuition said, don't do it, don't do it, don't do it. And I did it. And it was, a, it was horrible. The first one I went back at because I was like, F you, you know, the second one, man, oh man, it was so difficult to get a response from the company. And then they threw me into collections without even telling me. And then I had to get somebody else involved. And then the, the head coach didn't even know what was going on. She's like, why didn't you come to me? And I'm like, because that's not your job. And you should never be that removed from your company, in my opinion, that like the person, you know, I had a, a medical bill I missed. I didn't know I had it. And I got a bill in the mail and it said, you're going to be in collections if you don't. And I was like, that's what you do. And I was like, oh shit, I never saw this bill. I got to pay it right now. That's what you do. You don't just throw something in collections. So I have to tell you, first of all, I've never purchased from that person again, ever, ever. And I'll tell you, if I purchase a, a program, a high-end program, I'm going to have that conversation with the, the coach. How do you handle if something happens in payment? Credit cards expire. There's, there's certain systems in place. Well, how's your customer service? Like, I'm going to have that conversation ahead of time. And I learned that lesson. But here's the point. I sit back and I watch. I don't sit back forever. I sit back and I know within about two, three weeks, if this person is, if we're in alignment and then I move forward and I'll, I'll follow them and work with them and talk to them more and watch the programs they're offering. So do that for yourself, right? If you're looking to work with someone, check it out, but don't, I can't, I'm getting tired of the people that go into free programs and just only do free too. And, and you may be like, but I don't have the money. I'm on this. I'm on that. Okay. Then do something about that. And then I'll hear every excuse in the book about that too. You, so we're going to get into now habits and changing your techniques. But before I go into that, let me say this. What is my issue with that? I am valuable. And I know I'm valuable because I invest in myself by investing in other people who can teach me something. I'm not here coming from scarcity-minded thinking, thinking I'll just take what I can get for free because I will never elevate my own personal growth and my own personal self if that's the way I operate because that's a scarcity lack technique. Now, so what I do is I like to watch people. And then if I know that I'm not going to purchase from the person, I don't take from them anymore. 
I'm done because I don't, it doesn't feel good to me. It does not feel an integrity. So ask yourself where that's coming from. And you may be in a financial position where you really just cannot afford anything. And I understand that, but then work on what that's about. What's the finances? What's going on with the finances then? And there are plenty, go to the library, man. Join um, the library book uh, apps that you can get things on audio. Get the money books because you think that it's just money. It's not. It is a domino effect to a belief system that is keeping you back. So some people may be on, I understand limited incomes and stuff like that. And I get that. And I don't, I don't have an issue with any of that. I really don't. It's the mindset around it that I'm asking you to break out of. So get out of that mindset because you have no idea what could happen. You have just no idea. You could become friends with this hugely wealthy woman and you're helping her because it's out of the kindness of your heart. And she's like, you know what? I want to buy you a house. You have no idea what could happen. But if you stay in your box, that's keeping you stuck because you're labeling yourself with all these things that are not serving you, you're never going to get out of that box. Now, I'm going to say this again, because I know there's going to be about a quarter of my audience that's going to be super insulted by this podcast. And that's okay. That's okay. I'm not telling you that your struggles aren't real. I'm not telling you that this is not your situation right now. I'm asking you to look at it and break out of it. And if you're fine with it, then you wouldn't be complaining. Okay. Because what's fascinating to me is some people are fine with it, I think. And I, I don't know, like, is anybody really, truly, they might be truly okay with where they are in their life. They might be, they might be. So I can't speak for everyone. But ask yourself, is there any place that you're not, that you're living below what you feel you deserve? Ask that. Because um, I'm thinking about like a couple of people that that uh, um, sent me an email and they were just like, I'm happy where I'm at. And I'm like, that's great. Why do you, one of them, both of them sounded a little bit like pushing it in my face. Like, I'm happy where I'm at. Leave me alone. Stop asking. Like, I'm not asking you to do anything. If you're happy where you're at, why do you need to send that email to me? Defending where you're at. I'm not asking you to defend it. That's the other thing too. Like people get defensive and I'm like, either decide to like what I have to say or don't. And you don't have to like everything I say. When I follow people, there might be a quarter or a half of what they say. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, it doesn't resonate. But this part of stuff I love. doesn't mean the person sucks. The other thing too is I see something on my feed and I don't agree with what the person's saying. I don't respond. Why? It's not interesting to me. I respond to the things that are positive, that I can elevate the consciousness in. Or like the other thing I don't like is when people, um, you know, somebody performs something and people don't like it and then they put it up like this sucked. I'm like, why do that? Why do that? There's no need to do that. You didn't like it. Leave it alone. So, and I, you know, I'm very opinionated. So people may be like, well, Marilyn, you do that. Yeah, but I never named the person. I might say, I don't like, there was a long time I'd be like, LinkedIn felt like I was going to a used car lot. Every time I went on LinkedIn, I felt like I was in a used car lot being sold every which way in the worst way possible. I would, I would leave that LinkedIn and I was like, oh my goodness, I have to take a shower. That was disgusting. 
So I would talk about that. That was, I did name LinkedIn. And um, you know what? A, a client of mine reached out to me and she said, you know what? I do really well on LinkedIn. If you want any help, let me know. And it was really sweet of her. It didn't bother me. And I was like, you know what? And then another client, another person I know said, you know, I do really well on LinkedIn too. You may want to take a look at it. And then somebody else I follow, Alex Hermosi, really like Alex Hermosi. And he's like, I just heard the beginning of his podcast. And he's like, you know, we're doing social media now. And we went on LinkedIn. He's like, I didn't want to go on LinkedIn, but got to tell you, I'm liking it. I'm like, okay. So I may say something about something, but I also have an open mind to some degree. Um, that was a soap fucking box. Okay, let's move on. Let's talk about techniques and tools to really shift you into the new you. Um, one of the things I'm teaching in this 10X class in the foundation part of it, so it's a, it's a live class with me if you join before January 10th. Um, the first module is foundation, so it's recorded. It's already, people already have it. And there's different techniques and tools in it. So I wanna give you one that I think is really powerful. And I'd like you to do this. I want you to take inventory of your life. I want you to write down what didn't work. And then I want you to write down what did work. Now, what's interesting is I got a Voxer this morning from somebody who said, my guides told me not to write down what didn't work. That's fine. But I may go back at that person and say, mm, but there's information there. There's usually information there that you want to look at. So if you sit down and you think about what you set out to do this year, and it may have not been business goals. It might've been health. It might've been losing 10 pounds. It might've been keeping, getting organized in your house. I can't tell you I, why are so many spiritual people living in clutter. Can somebody tell me that? I don't understand it. And I can't tell you how many times I hear this and they're like, I got to clear the clutter out. And then I see them three months later, I still have to clear the clutter out. And then I see them six months after that. And they're still sitting in the clutter on the zoom call. I'm like, what's going on? Clear the fucking clutter out. But I think people hold on to things because if once they clear the clutter out, then what? So when you get to look at all the things that didn't work, I don't want you to do it from a place of bad person. I want you to do it from a place of love. I want you to list it out and ask yourself what belief system kept you in that place or what happened in your life and what habit did you shift into? Like, so, um, maybe one of mine was hiring someone who was a friggin' nightmare and looking, Oh, that didn't work out. Right. So what did I learn from it? I learned a lot, man. I learned a lot. I learned so much that I got rid of her right away. And then the second person I hired was not working out and got rid of her. And now the third person is working out and great. I knew to cut my losses. I knew not to stay in something that wasn't working and trying to make it work. So you want to look at the things that you set out to do that didn't work and why, and just use it as information. Where do I need to build character traits that are better for me? Where do I need to have courage? Where do I need to take more risks? Where do I need to love myself more? How did I love myself during this situation? I had some gnarly things come down the pike. And one moment in particular was so scary for me. And I was like, no, there's another solution. I went into solution-based thinking right away. And I even did a reel about it. And that reel got a lot of views, you know, for me, it's like 3000 views, which is like, I, I jump off the roof of two people view, uh, view things. I get very excited. I'm not one of these people like, oh, it's not a hundred thousand. I'm like, oh, five people watched it. Thank you. Like I get super excited when people watch my stuff. It, it just means the world to me. I'm putting out something and it's touched a couple of people. So 
um, solution-based thinking started happening instead of anxiety. So make a list of what didn't work and really do inventory, unpack it. Why did that happen? What didn't you do? What do you need to do better? Or what, what do you need to, what belief do you need to rewrite? How do you need to love yourself through this? And then write down the things that did work and write down why they worked. What were the character traits that you embodied for that to work? So one of the things that did work for me was, yeah, my whole team went away, which needed to go away. My whole new team is, we're really gelling great together. So I hope it keeps going that way. I'm, I'm a little gun shy, you know, I'm a little like, oh, let's keep doing that, you know, because I went through so much this year, but that did work. I knew that I needed to reorganize my team for quite some time. I didn't know what that looked like. I really didn't know what that meant. I just knew I needed to do it. It was gnarly how it happened, but it worked out and it got me super clear. Now we're changing platforms, uh, technical platforms. Um, I got really clear about the product I want to sell. I'm just selling next level living. And then these other smaller classes that really get you a feeling of testing me out and trying me out. And then you can decide if you want to go into next level living. So there's things like that. The other thing I'm learning is rebranding myself. For the longest time, I haven't wanted to call myself a psychic medium. And I really struggled with that because I love being a psychic medium. I'm really good, great channeler. I'm really great at readings. I'm really great at bringing my guides through. But I'm recognizing that um, I don't want to be labeled like that anymore. And I've known that for quite some time. So that was another realization. So that was a good thing. Getting clear as to the type of work I want to do, getting clear about where I want to live and why. So write down what didn't work and write down what did work and take inventory and then make concrete decisions about where you want to go in the, the following year. Now, it depends. this is evergreen, the podcast, so it doesn't matter when you do this. You definitely, I started doing this back in October or September. I don't wait till the beginning of the year in order to shift my life. I look at it every 90 days. Um, next year, I'm probably going to look at it weekly and monthly just because I want to see where I'm at. And so you can do this whenever, right? It doesn't matter when you do it. And then think about like, what aren't you doing to change things? What do you need to do to shift? Where are you not being honest with yourself? Where are you continuing to fall into patterns and habits that aren't serving you? Make those decisions and then change it. Make a decision to change it. I have a Peloton, right? The bike. I wish I bought the treadmill. I'm much more of a runner than I am a biker. I bought the bike because supposedly there were more classes. The treadmill was still kind of new. I hate the fucking bike. I got to be honest with you. It's like, I look at it. I get on it. I got on it today. I got on it yesterday. Did I get on it Monday? What's today? Wednesday? I think I did. So I think it's a three days in a row because normally I do tennis on Monday and I didn't have tennis on Monday. So yes, I was on it on Monday as well. I do it because I need the cardiovascular. I used to have an incredible cardiovascular. I used to be able to like my, my coach runs my ass off so much on the tennis court. I'm usually on the ground and she laughs at me. Like, I don't care. I'm like, I can't breathe. I'm, I'm laying on the ground now. And, and one day she forgot it was me. And she's like, I was like, oh, I need a break. Let me read a second. She goes, you know, I have a client that like laid down on the ground. She goes, wait a second. That was you. And I was like, yeah, it was me. So now I wear my Apple watch so she could see where my um, heartbeat is. And I'm like, look, 
it just went to 168, you know? So, um, but I appreciate the fact that she's helping my cardiovascular because that used to be stellar on me. So I get on the bike. Today I got on the bike and listened to a masterclass. It was actually not masterclass, masterclass. It was like a webinar that somebody was doing. Move the needle forward. The only one responsible for it is you. Nobody else but you. So I want to talk about one more thing. So your biggest tip and technique is that if you're interested in the 10X class, even if it's after January 10th, it'll probably be evergreen because I, it, I always like, I say that now as I'm recording this on December 21st, 2022, the foundation was pretty good. Um, I like to go through the class because I teach a lot via channeling stuff comes through me. So as long as it's a really strong class, it'll probably be available. Um, if I feel like it was just a class that was just for the live component, then I won't sell it again. I do that sometimes. Sometimes I'm like, mm, no, that was just good for the live component. Anyway, so you can check that out, marilynwarrior.com forward slash new class. There's another thing I want to talk to you about. I was seeing somebody, so everybody's selling right now, right? End of the year, sell, sell, sell. I really have to get on this bandwagon next year because I'm like, just looking around. Like if you could see the video, I'm just like looking around like, um, I should be selling right now. <laughs> so I'm trying to sell the class. How's that? So, um, and what's the results of the class? So a lot of people want to know the result, the return on investment. You're going to get super clear about what you need to let go of and what you need to embrace. And it's really, for me, it's not about modeling yourself off of something that's outside of you. It's about modeling yourself on your truth. That's what's really important. If you're modeling yourself based on something that's outside of you, you're going to fall short. You're going to fail. You're going to feel bad about yourself. My classes are about you aligning with your soul, aligning with your truth, getting really clear about who you are, and then becoming that person. And it's so much greater and bigger than you can even imagine. And so much greater and bigger than anything you've seen outside of you because it's your truth. So that's what the class will help you do. Um, channeling. Let's talk about channeling for a second. I saw something. Somebody was selling their channeling thing for 2023. And it's a pretty popular person. I don't know the person very well. So I can't say anything about whether they're good or not. I've heard good things about them. I don't follow them at all. I don't follow a lot of channelers because... Um, one, I channel myself. I don't need it. Two, I'm really picky. The person has to have integrity for me, for me to follow them. Like I'm doing a retreat with Stephen Farmer and Anna Maria Vasquez. I love the two of them so much. I'm so different than them. It, it's going to be a really interesting retreat. And we're really, we planned like the first day and the night before it's going to be beautiful. We'll announce it in February. Um, but Stephen and Anna Maria are definitely more woo than I am. So they're talking about saging people and, you know, drumming circles and I'm, and, you know, doing, and, and a lot of it's beautiful. I believe in the ritual of it, but I'm like, oh fuck, man, I got to do that shit. Like, it's funny, but I trust the two of them. We're having so much fun putting it together. We support each other. We love each other. Like it's not, and I'm not into this up your ass bullshit love. I'm into this very grounded love, like honest love, but very direct with each other. Um, we all have different, uh, strengths and that's the kind of people I believe in. Those are the people that I will recommend and they're the people I stand behind and they're the people I'll do things with because I know they're not full of shit. They go out there and they tell you the truth about their lives as they work through things. I can't stand these people out there that make you believe that they've got it all figured out. It's bull. Or then they start talking about having, what do they call emotions? What's that? My feelies. 
I've got my feelies. I'm like, what the fuck is that? You're an adult. You're like 48. You're talking about your emotions as feelies. I have a hard time with that shit. I really do. So talking about channeling. So I was looking at this thing and this person was offering a channeling class and I know somebody who took it last year and they loved it. And like I said, I don't, I don't know anything. I'm not responding to it, but this, this one person wrote underneath it, like, I don't, uh, this stuff, I don't believe in this stuff. It's, you know, he wasn't disrespectful actually as, as he wrote it because some people can be real asses when they write underneath your sponsors, you know, what your ads are. But the person was just writing, you know, it shouldn't be something outside of you that, you know, you're taking advice from. And I thought, wow, that's, and I want I didn't want to respond on the post because I'm very careful about where I leave my energy or leave my mark. But channeling is not about taking something outside yourself. Your guides are teaching you your own inner self. If you're not, so my idea of channeling is I have guides, right? I have this new guide that step in and I have guides. This new guide is super powerful. Um, I have to listen to the channel session. I think it was last week that he did with me because I don't remember it at all. It was so good. But it's never about anything outside of me. My guides are about empowering me. So they never take away my power. They never tell me what to do. Um, they will give me advice. Of course, if I'm like, do I do A or B? They'll be like, do B. Like they did this yesterday with me, um, deciding about going to something. And I'm really struggling with it. And they were like, you don't need to go. That's you reaching into your past. Stop reaching into your past. Because the only reason why you're going is you're trying to find something there that used to light you up in your past. It's not going to help you. And I'm still on the fence about it a bit, but I agree with them. And, uh, but they don't say, Marilyn, if you go to that thing, you're an idiot. Like they don't do that. And say I went and they were, I was like, oh, usually what happens is I'll, if I decide to do the thing, they tell me not to. And I do it. And I'm like, oh, you were right. They'll be like, okay, so let's discuss this now. Why did you decide it? What did you learn from it? It's always growth. And it's always growth from my inside out. It's never... That's why I can't, like I said, I really don't, I think astrology really helps a lot of people. I think there's certain uh, systems out there that really, really help people. So I don't want you to think that I'm against it. In Membership for Your Soul, we had two astrologers in there that taught astrology classes. I recognized how important it was to members. And just because I don't ascribe to it doesn't mean that somebody else shouldn't. So I don't have a problem. It's like tarot. Some people may not resonate with tarot because they think it's really bad. And I like tarot, right? I don't think there's anything wrong with it. I think there's some greatness in it, but I don't give it all my power ever. I don't give anything all my power. My guides from the very beginning, it was a partnership. And then it wasn't until about two or three years in, I can't remember time where I bowed to them and they bowed back to me. And that's when they really taught me, I am not to give my power away. They never wanted my power. So when I was reading this post from this person, I was like, oh, there's this misunderstanding out there that they're, they're taking your power away. They don't. So wrapping it up. And by the way, in the video, you can see I have um, bruises on my left. And I'm going to talk about the left side in a second, just to teach you, because I have a, I have a cut on my left. I have um, bruises on my left arm and my left foot is bothering me. And I'm going to tell you why that is. And that's what I love about this work, because it gives you information. But what I want you to do is whatever you do, don't give your power away no matter what, take it in as information. And astrologers that I've talked to, you know, the person, I can't remember her name, 
um, who taught the class in membership. She was great. Denise something. I can't remember. I did an interview with her and I just loved her. I wish I could remember her name right now because she seemed wonderful. And I said to her right off the bat, I'm, I don't really like astrology. And I told her why. Is it the chicken or the egg? It's like you read a horoscope. My horoscope says I'm going to have a bad day. Oh, I had a bad day. So, and she said, no, it's just supposed to be used as a chart. It's to help you to make better decisions. So if you know that the planets aren't aligned in a, in a perfect way for something, you get to make better decisions or choices with the empowerment of that information, having that information. And that I agree with. Like I said, I know people have had their charts done that they're like, oh my goodness, like a good friend of mine who I would never think would believe in, she's had her chart done and she was like, it really explained things to me. I respect that. But I know she'll never give her power away to something. Like, I know that that's the type of person she is. Don't give your power away. Okay, left side. So I was like, this is fascinating. I have burns on my arm. Um, I cut my finger. And I and I realized just I had uh, something where my left foot is getting better. And it's because the left side is about the past. And spirit's like, get the fuck out of the past, will you? Get your foot. Get your body. Get your hands get into the future, get into the present, stop reaching back into the past, looking for what you think you need. It's not there. You can't, that's what the thing I was thinking about going, it has a very big past association to it. They're like, you're going there looking for the community you had. It's not there. Stop reaching into the past to find those things. Get your foot, move it forward get your hand, do things, go forward. So um, the left side is about past. The right side is usually about future. The left side is about receiving. The right side is about doing. It doesn't represent receiving right now for me because I know it's about the past. So I would know the difference if it was about receiving. Receiving probably, if it was about receiving right now for me, it'd be like receiving the guidance from my guides and really following it. So I would say that. All right. Um, so that is it. I'm going to leave you with that. So the new you, the new year, the new you is about you stepping into the empowerment of who you are, making concrete decisions to do it. Stop sitting on the fence. Please stop sitting on the fence. The fence does nothing for you. Nothing. Sometimes when I was in big launches and I'd be like, just get off the fucking fence. I think I even have an email that says, get off the fucking fence. I don't care if it's a no or a yes. Just make a decision. Don't sit on the fence as you move into the year. Make a decision. If the decision is no, sometimes we have to sit with it. Like I'm weighing options, right? To this thing, I'm pretty much a no with this thing that I was asking my guides about. And they was like, don't go. Um, but sometimes you have to weigh it a tiny bit. You have to learn a little bit something about yourself or something needs to happen in real time for you to get super clear. But don't sit on the fence forever. There's no reason to. You don't want to leave this life with regrets. Make the most out of your life and watch yourself if you're making excuses. I don't feel good. I don't feel good either. I just talked to my doctor yesterday. And I told her, we were talking and she's like, how are you feeling? And I'm like, I've been exhausted. Do not send me unsolicited medical advice. I fucking can't stand that. I am cursing like a banshee today. I really can't stand it. I have a great doctor. And I was talking to her yesterday and I was like, yeah, I've just been tired lately. And she was looking at my blood work. And I said, yeah, but I'm tired, but I played four and a half hours of tennis on Saturday. So I still do things. I work through it. 
I don't, um, that was fun. You know, I came home and I was exhausted. I was like, why'd you do that? And then the next day I played two hours. So, but you, you don't, I'm not going to stay still. I'm not going to stay still. No matter what is going on around me, I'm going to keep moving forward. And the thing that I'm doing, the thing that I'm making myself be conscious of is what's happening to me lately is the things that I want to create, my creative projects, why haven't I done them yet? What do I need to look at? What am I afraid of? You know, I was looking at this um, particular coach and uh, she's got quite a bit of um, recognition, right? And I think, and I was talking to the person who was, and the person doesn't, I followed her a little bit more. So I know a little bit more about her than the person I was talking to. And they were like, well, look at this video and how she's explaining it. It seems like bullshit. And I was like, I, I don't think so. I feel like that's the person's responsibility. If I don't know the whole story, I don't know what happened, but you have to take responsibility. Like I had to take responsibility for myself that the two coaches I hired in 2022 were not good for me because I went against my intuition. That's not the coach's fault. That's my fault. The deliverables not being delivered, that was one of the coach's fault. The other coach, we just, it was a personality thing, man. And I had to like put a gabosh on it, but she delivered. She totally delivered what, what I wanted, but then there was more. And I was like, I didn't want that. I didn't ask for that. You never explained that. You know the story. It's in my year in review. So make decisions and move forward. And if you find yourself making a lot of excuses and complaining, find out why. Because things happen in life. They just happen. Sucky shit happens. And I think it's okay to take that sucky time and, and take a little bit care of yourself, but you can't stay there forever. You just can't. Now, again, I'm speaking in generalities because I think about certain situations where people have gone through atrocious things that have happened in the world. I can't speak. I don't want to speak from that place. I really don't. So this is my point of view from where I'm at. You get to decide. But what I've noticed is I feel like this just happened recently. So oh, somebody, when people who've gone through really, really hard things and have a, they don't blow it off, but they feel it and, but they still move forward. I'm impressed by that. I'm impressed by those people. The people that just sit around and complain about every little thing, they're not moving forward. They're not going to. So just take a look at what excuses you're making. And if an excuse is like, my health is not good, that's a real thing, right? Then take care of your health. That's the utmost. That is the most important thing. Then do what you need to do to take care of your health. And if it's an unfortunate diagnosis that you have to work with, do what you can with that. Um, I'm compassionate about those things. I really am. There's just a teetering. There's a place where you can see like, wow, this is like a really big deal and this person needs to work with it. And then you see the thing where the person is just using it and not moving forward at all. So I know, like I said, this is probably, this conversation is probably going to piss off a few people, but there's nothing I can do about it because I'm shifting in how I work. But I do care and I do care about what people struggle through. Um, just pay attention to your unconscious beliefs. That's what we discuss in the foundation course in the 10X class which you can learn about at marilynaloria.com forward slash new class. Um, 
and and really work through the stuff, the limitations, because there's so much something so much greater out there for you. And that's what I'm going to leave this with. Okay. New you, new year, new you, whenever you're listening to this, create it, dream it, create it, become it, dream it, create it, become it. And I'll see you soon. Take care and have a great day or night whenever you're listening to this. Bye.